At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's a great day to be alive and it's a great day to be a better. Welcome inside the VSIN studios here at the South Point Hotel and Casino. This is Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Femi Bebefe hanging out here in Las Vegas. My man James Salinas out there in Colorado, where they were hoping that they had a Stanley Cup celebration already underway, but. Maybe we're waiting a little bit and we're on pause. James, how are we doing this Sunday? They were hoping. that It was already a done deal. This city was completely <laughs> shut down. They shut down multiple streets downtown where lower downtown is, uh, real close to where the Avalanche play at the Ball Arena, as well as where the Nuggets play. And so police were in heavy presence. The governor was doing PSAs saying, keep yourself out of the penalty box after celebrating Game 5 <laughs> Stanley Cup Championship for the Avs. Our, our police chief was doing the same thing. They had taken activity buses from our recreation department to transfer SWAT teams around Denver. Like, the party was <laughs> oh, set. Geez. Everything was going. Uh, the beer was on tap, and unfortunately for those fans, yeah, we're having Game 6 tonight. For those of us still with Tampa Bay Lightning Series tickets, mm-hmm. uh, there's still a little bit of life. Still don't love the spot. Have to win two straight games, but at least there's still life, Femi. You know, it's funny that uh, this almost reminds me of the 1993 NBA Finals and Charles Barkley 
exactly was talking about. Well, they can take all the boards down and all that stuff from the windows because there's not going to be a celebration here after game five. But the Bulls ended up winning in game six out there in Phoenix. Uh, but, hey, we're hanging out, James and I, for the next three hours. Make sure to tweet at us, at VEASAN Live on Twitter. At Rounding Again is where you can find James. At Femi Abebefe is where you can find me. Speaking of the Stanley Cup final, we'll talk to Evan Klosky, sports director at WTSP in Tampa, Florida, in 30 minutes. Evan has an interesting con Smythe betting angle. You'll want to stick around to hear that. We're a week away from NBA free agency, the latest on the Kyrie Irving drama in Brooklyn. And it's a Sunday, so we're hitting some NFL as well. Deep dive on the San Francisco 49ers. Plus, would you rather running back edition here? The Travelers Championship going on right now in Connecticut on the PGA Tour, but we'll take an early look at the Open Championship coming up next month at Royal St. Andrews. But first, James, let's look at Game 6 on the ice. Tonight, Stanley Cup Final in Tampa Bay as the Bolts will try to force a Game 7 right now over at BetMGM. You can see the odds there on the screen. Those are from the South Point, but at BetMGM, the Avalanche, minus 115, the favorite. The Bolts, minus 105, the dog. The total now at BetMGM has ticked down to 5.5. We saw 6 earlier this morning, now 5.5. Your first reaction there on the total movement that we've seen here in the market. Makes sense. If I didn't have a position on the series leverage the way that I am on the on the Lightning to win it, then I would be getting involved playing this total. I would have played the under. We talked about it last night. It was at a dollar twenty, dollar twenty five. I would have been willing to lay that juice minus the six. And I'm sure we can get in here and dig around. You can find an adjusted price on that. I'm looking for that now as far as the total. Now it's if you wanted six under and feel better with that six, especially depending on where this game goes and if you have open net late in this game at mile now it's juiced to a dollar 30 at yep. six to the under but so it's all just a matter of price point what you're willing to pay does that extra half a goal matter to you i think for me it would mm -hmm. although i think here in this game I, you know as far as the side is concerned talk to you, we just talked about just how the city not so much the team but the city was prepared to celebrate on friday night after game five there is a lot of things going on that you, when the team comes home, as far as the Avs are concerned, they win that game four in overtime. All the momentum, obviously, coming back home 3-1. You get to finish at home ice, considering how they played in the first two games, in particular game two on home ice last Saturday here in Denver, that a lot of things swirling around, yes, with the fans and the city, but also the players are going to be subjected to that. They're going to hear that. They're going to be doing more radio spots, more TV spots, more mm -hmm. more, more media spots to, to continue to hear those questions, even though they're going to talk about it. We still got one more game to go, and they're going to say all the right things. But you think psychologically, especially for a young team like this with Colorado, that has to seep into their heads somewhere. Not saying that they came in overconfident into that game five, uh, but maybe it's a good thing for the Avs to get away from all the hoopla that yep. was here in the expectations to win that game five and clinch Friday night here in Denver to get away from all that. Now you don't have all the noise and the buzz around. It's just you and the team and that roster at your hotel for the last 36 hours ready to get after this game tonight. So that I, I think that's probably a good thing for the psychology of the Avs to get away from Denver and have to travel. Even though they wanted to finish it off on Friday night for sure, maybe a good thing psychologically for them to get away from the city. No, I completely agree, and that was sort of my handicap going into it before Friday night's game. I thought that maybe Tampa Bay could get a jump on these guys early on because of the anxiety that there was out there. You mentioned that there were the streets were all ready to go for the celebrations and all that stuff, and if you're with the players, unless you're living under a rock, it's hard not to hear that stuff and to see that stuff going around in anticipation of a possible Stanley Cup 
championship there. I mean, the cup was in the building for the first time and all that. So, And this is – it's two to three to four years in the making for this Colorado Avalanche team. So maybe that anxiety was there. Now – in Tampa, it's going to be a raucous environment on the other side of the Lightning fans maybe smelling a little blood in the water. And you mentioned that there's a little bit of life here in those Lightning tickets. Uh, maybe that f- the chance to force a Game 7 lifts the Lightning team with the home crowd behind them as well. As somebody who holds a Tampa Bay ticket, I'm sure there are a lot of people that hold those tickets prior to the series because we all talked about the goalkeeping advantage there uh, in, in favor of the, the Lightning. How are you feeling? here entering this game six. You mentioned that it's not the best of spots needing to win two straight, but how are you feeling that you have a home ice advantage here in game six with a chance to force a game seven Tuesday night? Well, aside from having to be sequestered here at my in my command center, which is basically my man cave, my basement at my house, is where we broadcast from here in Denver. I am the heathen. I am the the hockey heathen in Denver. I don't know if anybody else has a ticket. And the and this was an anti as this was just betting on a team that's been there and done that twice removed coming into this series. You know, back to back Stanley Cup champions, and and that plays into the the. The chemistry of a team comes in my into my mind when it comes to betting on series and, and especially championship series. It, it's hard to win. The Avs learned that lesson in Game Five. It's hard. It's hard to win a championship in any league, let alone have to beat a two-time defending champion here in in the National Hockey League with with the Tampa Bay Lightning. But I think for me, I, I'm. I'm not sure where I'm going to go with this. I, I am pretty committed to as far as the the leverage that I've put on myself in this series. I have six units on. Is it pl- it's plus one fifty five for the Lightning that was mm-hmm. made before the series started. I got a couple more units plus two fifty after Game One, and definitely we talked about it last Sunday in the studio. I did not like my position having to go back to Tampa. Mm-hmm. Oh, two, especially with the way that Game Seven looked or Game Two looked. Oh my gosh, with seven to nothing, <laughs> it's just not competitive whatsoever. Um, but we we've seen with the lightning and i think that's the key here that that game five was by far the most physical game of the series for the lightning and maybe finally the urgency got there for the lightning to say we have to finish checks we've got to play the full length of the ice not only muck it up in the neutral zone but let's get it let's get the four check going i think nick paul's been tremendous on both sides of the ice very physical really a Mm -hmm. grinder cycling behind both the nets just keeping the puck alive putting really good licks on players and i think that was to me what was most glaring the physicality of tampa tampa's got some big defensemen out there there's some big fella. We know Hedman's a big fella out there. Sergachev's a pretty big fella too. So is Nick Paul. That that Serge, that that hit from Sergachev on McKinnon. Was it early in that third period? McKinnon was skating down the middle of the ice, right between the circles, and didn't even get a shot off. He absolutely got he 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 got de-iced there. He got de off his skates mm-hmm. from Sergachev, and I think that was the key for Tampa. It was like, look, we have to be more physical against this team. That's the only way we're going to negate that team speed of the Avalanche. But we've got to be disciplined when we do it. We cannot put ourselves in the box like they had done previously because lights out power play for Colorado through the first. Four games, but I think the other side here for the Avs, all the adrenaline got themselves caught up into some early penalties in that game five. Two early penalties, one in the first three minutes, I think another one within the first six or seven minutes. So all that energy and momentum in the game plan coming in to get out there and utilize your speed, you take that away because of two early penalties. 
discipline is going to be key for both of these teams tonight, and we'll see where the whistle blows. It was kind of interesting, I think, with with uh, Coach John Cooper with the Lightning after that Game 4 loss. Speaking part of it was frustration, but the, the too many men on the ice on that game winner by Kadri in overtime, mm -hmm. uh, but also planting a seed, kind of channeling his inner Phil Jackson where, you know, those post-game <laughs> comments, yes, you're talking about the the pre you know the game that just ended but you're also trying to set the mindset potentially for the officials for the next game i don't know if that had an impact on the way the whistles were blown in game five but definitely an advantage for tampa bay as far as the power play was concerned well yeah, they definitely caught it toward the end of the game there in that third period yes. that that too many yeah. men on the ice there pretty much killed off any chance of a colorado comeback to try to force overtime there in game number five here uh looking at the series odds though because the series price right now tampa bay is a plus three twenty dog over at BetMGM and you still have the Lightning now around minus four, uh, minus 450 is where the Tampa Bay Lightning are. And now it's hard to take yourself out of it because you already have a play on the Lightning. Yeah. But if you didn't have a play, would you entertain this series price or would you find other ways to try to bet on either of these teams to ultimately lift the cup? Um, I, I would probably, I'm trying to pull it up here. Excuse me, I just got logged out again. Man, it just feels like I got to constantly <laughs> click this thing. I'm they're, still they're, here. They're, they're hot on Dang. you, James. They're hot on you. <laughs> they're trying to kick you out. Well, no, this is not the Barstool app. That <laughs> yeah. one's already been excluded from here. But uh, I'm looking here. I'm trying to find the series price. I think for me, if I wasn't involved, the first thing I'd do, again, for this, the game would be the total. Mm -hmm. And I'd probably lay that juice, $1.25 last night, even $1.30 now today under the six. Uh, but as far as the series is concern i think you know that's what what are you banking on and, and to me it's, it's so psychological it's it's all about the psychology of these teams coming into this game in particular on the av side how do they bounce back from losing that game five where the entire city was so amped up to celebrate that night got to mm -hmm. get over it now it's a short turnaround which is probably a good thing for the abs you don't have this uh, a multiple day break you had one day to stew on it plus travel time etc so you haven't had a whole lot of time to have to reflect back on that so good for them to probably get away from denver and that hoopla like we talked about but what is the psychology of this team coming into game six that's something to be discussed as we move through the program Femi. Yeah, right now the Avs to win tonight, minus 115. If the Avs win in seven, you can get plus money there, plus 220 over at BetMGM. But if you still believe in the Bolts to complete a 3-1 comeback, which we've seen before in sports, it is plus 320 on the series price. We're going to talk about this series more with our guest Evan Klosky in about 20-ish minutes. But on the other side, we start to prep NBA free agency. A little Kyrie Irving drama in Brooklyn. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts. 
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN Summer Special is here for only $19. You get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of July. Sign up today and you'll get VEASAN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st, so sign up now at VEASAN.com slash summer. Welcome back. This is Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe hanging out here at the VEASAN studios at the South Point Hotel and Casino. James Salinas out in Colorado. And James, uh, I was looking at my calendar. It already says June 26th, which is wild to even think about. Because usually the Stanley Cup final isn't going this deep into the summer. But I was snooping around, and I saw that NBA free agency begins on Thursday, I believe is the first day that teams can start to sort of negotiate with teams. Nothing can be official until the new league year, I believe, which is the first week of July or maybe the second week of July. But we're going to start to get some news and nuggets out of the NBA. And the biggest one that came out this past week, other than all the stuff that happened with the NBA draft, uh, was Kyrie Irving with the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, It seems like they're at an impasse is what has been reported there, Sham Sharania over at The Athletic, uh, Adrian Wojnarowski has reported the same over at ESPN. Kyrie Irving wanting a max contract. Doesn't sound like the Brooklyn Nets are really uh, eager to give him a max contract after all the things that have gone on over the past couple years with Kyrie and Brooklyn. So Kyrie's camp put out this list of potential sign-and-trade destinations. Now, these would have to be sign-and-trades with cooperation from the Brooklyn Nets because None of these teams outside of, I believe, one have the cap space. I think New York Knicks have the cap space, but nobody else has cap space to bring on Kyrie as a pure free agent. But, James, when you take a look at this list, Lakers, Clippers, Knicks, Heat, Mavericks, and 76ers, uh, what do you think would be the best fit for one Kyrie Irving? Uh, None of them. (laughs) 
who wants to who wants to take who wants to take that headache on seriously who wants yeah. to bring on Kyrie and all the baggage that comes with it yeah absolutely great ball skills when he's on the court but he also is ball dominant player and if you're looking at this list here yeah this is where Kyrie wants to go wasn't that special you wants the max you want the max contract but you don't want to play the max games the most mm. games he's played in any given season is 72 i think they play 82 games in the season don't they femi aside but, yeah, from last i checked they're yes. short <laughs> yes exactly so has not played a full season in any of these load management uh, all the different things especially this past year uh, it's no surprise to me that that the nets the brooklyn would say yeah not interested no max contract contract hey maybe give us max effort and max just show up <laughs> consistently and maybe we'd have that conversation so it makes sense from their end but with that list that you were talking about i would be more so process of elimination you're not going to go to dallas you, you already have mm -hmm. a ball dominant player there with luca they're not there's only one basketball on the floor five players to share it those two are going to be fighting over their toys down there that's not going to work uh, the, I don't see why the Miami Heat would want to bring him in. I don't know what would yeah. have to be the trade to make that happen. Miami Heat, the, the Heat were one Jimmy Butler made three-pointer away from going to the finals. It was that tight mm -hmm. of a team for them. And I think this is a kind of a transition year for the Miami Heat. And we'll see what that looks like going forward. But I can't imagine that, that Pat Riley and, and Spolster and company want to bring on the everything that brings that Kyrie brings off the court and and bring that distraction to a team that was that close, so close to getting to the NBA Finals. I, I really don't know. I can't imagine the Clippers. I mean, the Clippers are built. The, the identity of that team there, we know with Kawhi coming back, if, if and when he comes back healthy, Paul George, it's going to be defense. Well, that's not Kyrie's strength. He is not interested mm -hmm. in playing defense on that team, so he's not going to fit within that structure. Maybe it's the Lakers. Let's just throw some more. The Lakers are always talked about. They're talking uh -huh. about as much as what we talk about the Dallas Cowboys in the National Football League. <laughs> Why don't we throw them to the Lakers? Because we don't talk enough about the L.A. Lakers. <laughs> yeah, the, the Lakers are always the uh, uh, at the forefront of our minds, even though they didn't make the playoffs this year uh, with right. such a disaster season there um, down in Tinseltown. But to me, the 76ers on this list as well, that makes zero sense to me. Um, I, I, we already saw the Kyrie and James Harden thing in Brooklyn. Harden seemed like he wanted no part of that. I don't know why you would uh, bring Kyrie Irving into that mixer with Joel Embiid. Uh, the Clippers, there seemed like there was a little bit of interest, but I'm not sure how much. It, to me, it feels like the Lakers are the only team that are genuinely interested in Kyrie Irving and maybe Kyrie. I mean, we know Kyrie's interested in them since he put him on his list. And the reason why, I don't know if I would poo-poo it if it's the Lakers, just because we've seen Kyrie work with LeBron in the past. Now, the ending, Kyrie wanted to kind of do his own thing. He wanted to be the Batman that got tired of being the Robin to LeBron there. But we at least know LeBron has won with Kyrie in the past. They won that championship back in 2016. And LeBron has gone on record saying that he would like to play with another playmaker because at his advanced age, having to initiate the offense all the time is probably going to wear him down even faster. And we know he wants to play for at least a few more years here out there in L.A., so I would be semi-intrigued by a nucleus of Kyrie Irving, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis. Now, what they could send back, it would probably be somebody like a Russell Westbrook going back to Brooklyn. And if you're the Brooklyn Nets and you're just going to start a rebuild, maybe that's how you go about it since Russell Westbrook has an expiring contract. And we know in the NBA, expiring contracts are valuable. They, they treat those like that's going to help them win there to free up the cap space. Um, but from a Brooklyn standpoint, if they were to trade Kyrie Irving, I'm not sure if you saw this, James, but there's whispers out there that it sounds like Kevin Durant might want out as well if Kyrie Irving gets traded out there in Brooklyn to where this might be a complete reset for the Nets who are among the favorites to win the Eastern Conference next year.
Yeah, maybe that's what you need. Uh, this is a team that couldn't get it done with those two stars. And and now going forward, if, if Kevin Durant doesn't want to be there, I mean, where do where does everybody want to go? What is the best landing situation for everybody? Let's just let, let's. I just feel like now the NBA has just turned into, and it was kind of actually good to see the the Golden State Warriors win it the way that they did. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they don't have that you didn't have KD on that team any longer. You still had this team that was built for the most part internally with with drafts and trades and not having to sign these big names back to Golden State to make that happen. But you know, the, the, we d- just dictating so much from the player standpoint of the these superstar all star type of teams. But it, to, to me, it just really hasn't been successful in the NBA. Again, it's a it's a team game, and you just have one basketball on the court with five guys needing to get their touches. And the way that the game is played now with these spread offenses, it's five-out kind of offense. Your mm-hmm. fives are shooters and ball handlers as well. And great for the game when it comes to watching the skill level, the ball skill level on the floor at any given time. But it just doesn't really – it really hasn't played itself out that way when you have so many players that when you are that star player, most times it's because you are so dominant with the ball in your hands and really don't know how to play and don't need to play or rely on playing without the ball. That's why it was kind of refreshing to see the the Golden State Warriors and their style of offense where so much action does come off the ball. I know it didn't really play out in the finals. They went to a lot more type of ball screens against the Celtics. It's really just based on the matchup. But, you know, I would like to – I don't really know what that looks like for the Nets or Kevin Durant going forward. Kevin Durant's constantly trying to find a place where he feels comfortable and where he he feels liked. But he does. He does. And, And looking for somewhere to embrace him and give him a hug, man. And you, you know, you got to, you got to, sometimes you got to be the leader, be the mm-hmm. leader. Can you not be the leader? He's a, a tremendous player. We know that. Can you be the leader in the cornerstone of a team? Or do you need to find others to have to help you through that process? If that's where Durant wants to leave because Kyrie's leaving, then as far as the Brooklyn Nets are concerned, they couldn't win with them. What's to say to, they, they can't, if you couldn't win with them, well, then what's the point? What's yeah. the point? You couldn't get it done. Maybe you move on. Yeah, and I don't blame the Brooklyn Nets for making those moves to get Kyrie Irving because they knew that that also helped them get Kevin Durant there. you got to take your shot at doing that, but it just didn't work out from what we've seen over these last three years. It's funny, though, with Kyrie's list. It's almost as if he just pulled up the BetMGM app and looked at the teams with some of the best odds because you see the Clippers at plus 750, the Mavericks 14-1, to Lakers 14-1, to same with the Heat and the 76ers. The one team that's not really among those top teams that could contend for a title is the New York Knicks. Somehow, someway, the New York Knicks found themselves on this list 250 to 1 to win the NBA title. Maybe that's just he didn't want to move and he could just stay in New York. Like, how did the Knicks end up here on Kyrie's list of uh, potential destinations? And maybe it's convenience out of that standpoint, but it's a spotlight for sure, right? Yeah. I mean, the, the, it's always good for the NBA when the Knicks are relevant and MSG as well, but they haven't been relevant for so long. But is he a fa- was it a fan favorite there in Brooklyn? What's going to matter if he moves moves up uptown to Nor- to Manhattan and now you're playing there in MSG as a New York Nick? I mean, there's not a great fan base. That's a great fan base for the mm-hmm. team, but with all the antics that we've seen out of Kyrie, how well received would he be with the Knicks? I can't imagine oh, no. he's going to be a big fan favorite there in Madison Square Garden. Oh no! If he thought the uh, the smoke that he was getting while playing for the Nets was something. Yeah. It's going to ratchet up 10x there for the New York Knicks because we know that town absolutely loves that team. They haven't really given them anything to support over the last decade plus now, but the the garden is still packed every 
every single night there. Sold out one of the toughest tickets in Manhattan is to go to a Knicks game. And uh, if, if they can bring Kyrie Irving in there, he's going to have to make sure that he is on his best behavior uh, for that fan base because they will turn on you quick, fast, and in a hurry. So NBA free agency coming up later on this week, starting Thursday, the negotiation period. Get the, get the notifications on. Woj, Shams, all those guys, because these markets are going to move pending on where some of these guys get traded or who signs right now. It's not the best free agency class. Right now, Zach Levine, uh, Jordan Poole, some of the names that are right there as unrestricted free agents. But uh, we're going to probably see some trades as some of these contenders try to improve and chase the Golden State Warriors, who the defending champions now 5-1 to one to repeat over at BetMGM. On the other side, we go back to the ice, talking all things bolts with our guy, Evan Klosky out of Tampa. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving for every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way vcin is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. So check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. Welcome back. This is Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe hanging out here at the VEASAN Studios at the South Point Hotel and Casino. My man James Salinas out there in Colorado. Uh, James, we've been talking a little Stanley Cup final and to help us preview this game even more. We bring in our buddy. We have him on every weekend now, all these lightning games on the weekends. It's our guy, sports director at WTSP in Tampa, Florida. You know him. His name, Evan Klosky, joining us here on a Sunday. Evan, we appreciate you coming in this morning. We know the game gets underway later on this evening out there at Tampa Emily Arena. Puck drop, 8-15 Eastern. Uh, Want to start off here looking back at what happened in Game 5. What worked so well for Tampa Friday night, and can they bring that into Game 6 tonight? Yeah, honestly, I think it's just the structure that the Lightning have played. I, I, I don't know what happened in Game Two the last time that I joined you guys. All right, that was it was an anomaly. You know, like Game like Game Two was an anomaly of how bad the Bolts were, and Game Three was an anomaly of how bad the Avalanche were. So we've had three games in this series where it has come down to the wire and who can just finish this sucker off. And ultimately, the the Lightning played. Uh, within their structure, good puck management, staying out of the box for the most part. And when you do that, that's a recipe for success for them. And this time around, they were just able to find a way into the back of the net one more time before heading into overtime. And as we've seen in this series, if it goes into OT, it looks like they completely lose their legs and they're not going to be able to keep up with the avalanche. So, I mean, that's really the key is just kind of staying within themselves and Andre Vasilevsky, the only goals he's letting up right now are kind of some fluky, wonky, bang off a skate through his five hole. So uh, he's also elevating his play as well. Evan, I want to I want to talk about the psychology of of coaches and John Cooper in particular. And after that game four, I'm just very frustrated. Was he? And probably part of it was just in the moment and the recency of just leaving the ice with potentially too many men on the ice for the avalanche on that game winner from Kadri in overtime. Uh, and I wonder if some of that is also the psychology of Cooper not only putting that out there, sharing his frustrations with that potentially missed 
non-call, but also how does that work into their favor going into game five, trying to maybe psychologically potentially influence the whistles in his favor. And I don't know if that had an impact, but it definitely impacted the game for the Avs. Two early penalties within the first six, seven minutes of that game five. Um, think about the psychology from that standpoint here. And where is Cooper at right now with the pulse of his team going into game six? Look, John Cooper is a Hall of Fame coach. Uh, he, he is unbelievable at what he does. We all know his backstory, a former lawyer who kind of weaseled his way into this industry, uh, a, a unique route nonetheless. And yeah, there was some gamesmanship there. I, I, he won't admit that <laughs> right now. <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe entering next season when we could talk with him and be like, that press conference, was it a little bit planned? Maybe, maybe we'll get it out of him. But he's also, I do want to say this, I don't want to fully make him into this manipulative monster as well. I, he is so passionate about his players, and it's why his players love him and why there's such a good rapport there in Tampa and why they're on this back-to-back -back potential back-to-back-to-back -to -back run is because he really understands his guys. He understands what's needed out of them. He understands how to manage moments, and he also understands what the, the outside world needs from him. And, and in that case, he was talking to the referees. And, you know, that Kale McCarr tripping call that resulted in the four-on-three, mm. it, it was pretty much a phantom call. And, and, and it really was a difference maker in the contest. So, you know, whatever happened in game four, he was able to maybe get a little bit into the referees' good graces for game five, which is why I kind of think game six is going to be a very low penalized affair. I think the refs are going to say, you know what? We, we were involved in game four. People are now pissing us on the other side for game five. Leave me out of it, all right? You guys figure it <laughs> out. As long as it's not an egregious thing where we have to call it, you know, let it rip. Kind of like um, the third period in game four, actually, was uh, a scenario where there were a million penalties that could have been called and the refs just let it go. We're speaking with Evan Klosky, sports director at WTSP in Tampa, Florida. Uh, Evan texted me yesterday some interesting stuff about what he thinks about this con smite the ward. It's a very interesting betting angle here, Evan. Can you explain your handicap on the ward if the Lightning are able to pull off this comeback? Yeah, I was looking at the Con Smythe odds, and here's the thing, right? If you want to bet the Lightning to come back in the series, I think they're sitting at like plus 320. You can correct me if I'm wrong there, but yep, that's something around there. And um, if you look at the Con Smythe award winners, you can get, um, I, I believe, Kucherov at plus 1,000 and Andre Pilat at like plus 3,000. And right now, those are my, my two guys who I think are going to win the Con Smythe. And, and let me explain. One, Nikita Kucherov. And, and, Andre Vasilevsky is the favorite right now for the Bolts to, to repeat. Uh, goaltenders winning the Conn Smythe, it, it used to be more popular than what it was, uh, than what it is today. Uh, when Vasi won it last year, the last person who had won it was back in 2011, um, also in a similar situation to where the Bolts are now. But it, it was nearly, I mean, it was nearly a decade. Or it was 2012, actually. I think it was quick. Um, so it was nearly a decade for the last time that we saw uh, a goaltender win the Conn Smythe. Not to mention, Vassy has a 7-0 loss on his resume here, despite what he does in the next two games, which mm -hmm. can be phenomenal. Uh, but overall, when you look at the playoffs, Vassy, his numbers and what he's done this year, they do not compare to what he did last year. I mean, last year he was otherworldly. This year, uh, if you were to compare and contrast, it's not quite there. And remember, we got to judge everybody for their full playoff experience, not just what they do in these next two games, though they will have significant weight. Andre Palat is a tremendous story, right? Uh, a seventh-round pick, a guy who's about to enter free agency, uh, sort of a grinder of types. He has seven 
third period goals. All right, that's the most that we've seen in 25 years. He has scored three goals in less than 10 minutes of regulation to win his team the game. I think he's only the second player ever to have done that. I think the, the only other one is Kadri, uh, coincidentally. So there are a lot of mechanisms here in place to build up the Andre Palat storyline. And he is right there at the top of the list, especially if you go back to the Rangers series when they were down two zip. How do you not call Andre Palat the MVP of that series and what he was able to do against New York? So when this team was really, their, you know, their backs up against the wall, who was there to help them out? It was Palat and, uh, against the Rangers, and it was Palat against uh, the Avalanche. And then the other bet is, of course, Nikita Kucherov, who leads the team in points again. This would be the third straight year that he leads the votes in points. And for him not to get a Conn Smythe on his resume, it just seems dirty to me. I, I don't know how... <laughs> What Nikita Kucherov has to do, he's like the fourth player ever in the history of the sport to, uh, to have three straight postseasons of 25 or more points. So uh, he, he also has sort of these statistical anomalies that are going to work in his favor when breaking it down. So I, I really love, if there's going to be a comeback effort, I love playing the Kucherov-Palat angle, and you could probably get more bang for your buck in that route versus just saying, hey, the Bolts are going to pull this thing out. So, um, you know, and, and then if, if the Avalanche win, it looks like Makar is a slam dunk. So I don't think there's really much debate on that side. Evan, let's look at the game tonight, game six in Tampa. Now, uh, a couple things here. For me, I'm leveraged on Tampa to win the series, so I'm not going to be betting the game. If I was not leveraged, I'd be looking at playing this total. The total is sitting at six, pretty juiced to $1.30 or five and a half at even money, depending on which way you want to go based on your price point. To me, this is an under. You talked about the refs potentially swallowing the whistles, and I think for Tampa, game five was by far their most physical game of the series without putting themselves in the box and playing straight up five-on-five -five hockey against the the speed of this team. A couple things. Can you talk about the impact of Nick Paul coming over? I think he's been such a grinder in this series for the Tampa Bay Lightning. And also, Evan, any truth to the rumor that the air conditioning in the arena tonight is broken and there's going to be a slushy mess on the ice tonight for, for the Avs to have to skate through? Yeah, I, w I wish that Kadri was the first person ever to complain about the ice in Tampa. The humidity is something else. But uh, they they will, they will, I'll tell you this, when sitting in the, the media section, I am freezing up there. So I don't know what's going on down below the ice, but I am cold. Um, and also, Nick Paul does it all, as we say. Uh, that guy has been phenomenal, and they are riding that dude like Seabiscuit. Uh, he is playing the penalty kill, PP. He's logging like the you know second third most minutes in the contest and i think john cooper realizes he has fresh legs he wasn't a part of the back-to-back -back run let this guy run free and uh it's it, you know what when he's on the pk it is very scary because he's got the potential to to always break out for a shorty so nick paul uh if we were going to talk about like sleeper con Smythe picks and who i think john cooper would want into the mix who won't actually win it nick paul is one of the guys i don't think the bolts would be able to have survived without him anthony sorelli is also another guy for what he's done defensively but as for tonight and the game uh i i agree i, I think it's gonna be low penalized if it's a five on five hockey game that works right in favor with tampa bay andre vasilevsky usually with his back up against the wall does not give up uh, two or more or does not give up more than two goals. So if he's going to play the way that he's been playing, and again, Colorado has been finding the back of the net in the weirdest of circumstances, you have to expect that the, the Lightning are going to give up two or less. And then for them to win at it, probably 3 2, I, I'm, I, I'm looking around a 3 1 game for the Lightning tonight. And, and it just a complete grinded out affair. Maybe, maybe it's a 1 1 game entering the third. Wow. So if we get a game seven, Evan, who wins in about five seconds? 
Ah, I think the avalanche, but I don't count out the bolts. I, gut, my gut says avalanche in seven. Thanks, Evan. As always, on the other side, we'll talk a little. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. On Sunday, you can place a $25 one-game parlay on any Major League Baseball game, and you'll receive a $10 free bet that you can use on any sport regardless of your bet's outcome. Log into your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to get a $10 free bet to use on any sport when you place a $25 one-game parlay on any MLB game. Turn game time into showtime with the king of sports books. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager new and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, New York, or Washington, D.C. 
Welcome back. This is Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Femi and Bebefe hanging out here at the South Point Hotel and Casino. James Salinas out in Colorado. James, we just had Evan Klosky on in the last segment, talking all things Game 6 tonight between the Colorado Avalanche and Tampa Bay Lightning. Interesting stuff from Evan. We'll go over that later on in the show as well into the third hour as we continue our analysis on tonight's game. But let's turn our attention to golf. Right now, the Travelers Championship going on in Connecticut. I'm sweating out a Patrick Cantlay ticket. At 16-1, to he is one back of Xander Shoffley. We'll see how the final round goes there. But the Open Championship, James, is the final major of the year, and that'll be next month at Royal St. Andrews there overseas. The favorite over at BetMGM is Rory McIlroy at 9-1. to Rory McIlroy has been playing some really great golf, won the RBC Canadian, went top five at the U.S. Open last week. Uh, this week, just had a... Good first round and then kind of tailed off there in the second round, uh, so he won't be a great showing here at the Travelers, but Rory playing some excellent golf nonetheless. You see John Rahm and Scotty Scheffler at 12-1, Justin Thomas 14-1, Colin Morikawa, the reigning champion golfer of the year at 18-1, Matt Fitzpatrick, the winner of the U.S. Open at 20-1, and then a bunch of other guys at 22-1 here. Um, but for you, James, I want to ask you about one Tiger Woods because a lot of the discussion this year about Tiger Woods has been about how he loves playing at Royal St. Andrews. He's on record saying that this is his favorite course in the world, and now that this is a flat surface as opposed to what we saw at Southern Hills for the PGA Championship and at Augusta National there uh, with the undulation and all the hills that you had to walk up and down, do you give Tiger a puncher's chance to maybe be in contention for the Open Championship next month? Well, depending on where you shop, so... At the odds that are posted here, it's 40 to 1. You can find Tiger Woods at 85 to 1 currently, at least here in Colorado at Circus Sports mm -hmm. is laying 85. So at 85, definitely that's, I mean, we're talking price now for sure. A great price there on Tiger Woods. And, and I, th I think the, the issue for Tiger Woods, yeah, it was a struggle for him coming back from that, from the car wreck and, and building the the strength and endurance back into his leg that's still going to be a challenge even though it's uh, you talked about a much more of a flat course there compared to to the roller coaster that is there in augusta for the masters but still it is still four days a lot of walking involved i mean at 85 to one i could see that you talk about the puncher's chance to stay in contention maybe not at 40 to one i think the price point mm -hmm. here we talk about it all the time find the best numbers and by far that's a pretty big discrepancy from 40 to 85 make mine the 85 obviously if i'm getting involved i don't think that i will i think we'll root for tiger to get there and be in contention always great drama on the weekend mm -hmm. if he's somewhere near that leaderboard but i think to be able to even though the, the experience piece is there it's still the physical grind of it and and he is not that far removed from just such a devastating... He, he was fearful he may never walk again yeah. for one piece. So great to have him out there. and Testament to him to have to go through and grind through the rehab. We talk about grinding all the time. There's nothing more, no, nothing more taxing than grinding through rehab, not only from a physical standpoint, but the psychological standpoint that is having, a, having to push yourself through that kind of thing each and every time. So hats off to Tiger to, to do the grind and put himself out there because he is such the competitor. Um, so I would love to see it. I just don't think it'll happen through the course of mm -hmm. four days.
Yeah, I believe Brady Cannon, who's one-third of the Long Shots podcast with Wes Reynolds and Matt Humans, has an 85-1 to ticket on yep. Tiger Woods there. And I don't blame Brady for, for making that bet there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, a, it's a bet that I'm going to have to think about because I want to back Tiger in some way. But the way that I've been doing it has been betting him to make the cut. I don't think that's going to be as good of a price here since he made the cut right. at the Masters, made the cut at the PGA Championship. And we all know that Tiger loves playing at this course. So you're going to probably be laying at least minus 250 or so for him to make the cut. And I don't want to really get involved with that. So I think I might try to bet him maybe in one of the, the derivative markets, whether it be a top 20 or a top 10. But 85 to 1, that's a juicy price to where I have to think about it. And if you gave me 100 to 1, I'd jump on it. I'd just bet Tiger 100 to 1, boom. But we know Circa has been one of the books that's kind of taken a stance against Tiger Woods at the first two majors. Tiger didn't play in the U.S. Open, but at the first two majors on the calendar, they really took a stance against Tiger, had him at like 125 to 1 or whatever it was for him to win the Masters there. Um, but I wanted to ask you also about Will Zalatoris. This is a guy that I'm just going to keep backing until he eventually wins. He's been so close, finished second at the PGA Championship, second at the U.S. Open. He's has a top five finish at the Masters as well from a couple years ago, finished second at the Masters, I should say, the year that Hideki Matsuyama won it. But I bet Will Zalatoris at 33-1 to to win the Open Championship about 10 minutes after he failed to force the playoff at the U.S. Open. Now you see the number at 22-1. to from a more macro standpoint, James, do you ever get in a position to where you just feel like you're just going to keep betting something until it finally hits? And sometimes as, as betters, you don't want to get involved in that. But to me, I think I'm a little emotional with Will Zalatoris because of the FOMO of when he eventually wins, I don't want to be missing out and not having a ticket to where now I feel like I'm pot committed here to take a poker term from it. But do you ever feel like you get into that instance as a better, James? It happened not in golf. I'm not a. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely not a big golf better, and it's not part of my wheelhouse when it comes to handicapping. I'm tailing others if I'm getting involved at all, and typically I won't get involved until the weekend. But again, it's it's relying on other folks that know a whole lot more about golf than I do to to make these bets but when it comes to well whether you're you're trying to you keep pounding something you keep chasing it we can call it what we want yeah have mm-hmm. i chased plenty of bets absolutely i was chasing series prices with the milwaukee bucks just <laughs> the f- uh, last month in the nba playoffs so it it happens and I, i'm not it it's still a work in progress for me to not try to do that and not continually chase it yeah the 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 fear of missing out if in fi- finally they hit it there and mm-hmm. now that was the one week you didn't play it but i think you probably have to go back and assess how much have i put in yeah. to where even now whether it's 22 25 or the 33 like you got like if you, i think for me i'd probably want to go back and assess how much am i vested already and and the fact that i've even vested am i just trying to now get even and if, I, if he finally wins one, now it gets me back to even. Or you just lick your wounds and you move on or and step away. And usually that's probably, the at least mm-hmm. for me, that's that's the better practice. And I had to do that a few weeks back where I just had to step away and ne- for, spend a week and not even watch anything. Just completely desensitize myself to any kind of sports out there. Stay out of the sports betting realm and, and get away from it entirely and try to come back in with a fresh and a new perspective uh, of of taking a little bit of time off. So that's probably where, for me, have I done it? Absolutely not in golf, mm-hmm. but have I have I continued to try to chase tickets in a sense? Yes, I've done that. And sometimes you got to step away. Now, it doesn't sound like you've stepped away no, as we far haven't. as Willie Z is concerned, <laughs> Femi. 
<laughs> we haven't stepped away. And usually my golf stakes are pretty responsible. I usually bet guys to win 10 units on an outright. So it's it's not staking a full unit size on Will Zalatoris every single time he tees off there. So it's at least I feel a little bit more comfortable. But I think it's a great point of assessing how much you're already in on somebody, especially if it's golf or it's in another sport there. Because sometimes the payoff eventually, if you do hit, it might just be to break even like you mentioned there. Uh, we have a couple minutes left here, James. I wanted to bounce some NFL uh, markets off of you here from BetMGM because they've given us these things that are interesting to bet on uh, for regular season teams. And over at BetMGM, we have the most regular season wins market and the least regular season wins market. And the favorite right now for the most wins in the regular season, the Buffalo Bills at 5-1, to one, Tampa Bay Buccaneers plus 550, Packers 7-1, to one, Rams plus 750. Do you ever bet into this market here for most regular season wins, betting on a lot of success early on and maybe not as much playoff success? I haven't. I I have not. Now these types of markets were ha, haven't been available at least to me here in Colorado for very long. Is some we just were legalized back in 2020 and was betting locally prior to that, so didn't have that type of menu really to even dig into to start finding ways to get involved. But you mentioned here we talked about the most wins. I think that's probably the challenge here. If I was getting involved, I'd be wanting to find something that was going to be double figures in price because we mm-hmm. know with the NFL, just look at the Ravens for instance. They're 16 to one here to have the most wins uh, but look at their season last year and this happened this happens to each this happens to so many teams where the amount of injuries really just derailed their season and that's that's the challenge when you're looking at a full a full long season future in the National Football League is the injury factor, which is very difficult to handicap. You can handicap potential individual players that maybe have a history of being banged up and, and recurring injuries. It just starts to happen. Your body starts to fall apart. But as a full team, I mean, it makes it so challenging to do that. So if I'm going to do that, I'm looking at something down the board or I'm looking at a plus price. We can look at the other side where it's least amount of wins. We had Seattle sitting around 10 to 1. <laughs> least amount of wins. I think Seattle's going to have a horrible season. That fits the bill for me, getting double figures. That's probably the one I gravitate more as as betting against human and team achievement would be the Seattle Seahawks. There you go. Betting against human achievement is what we love to do as sports bettors. On the other side, I'm going to bounce a couple teams off of you, James, for the most regular season wins as we begin hour number two here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. 
Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.